You would think as an experienced team, a collapse would not happen. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catch and Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, and I am joined by my duo, my splash bro, and my co-host, Zach. Um, I'm disappointed with this game one. Um, everything seemed like it went well, but like all of a sudden, that fourth quarter happened. Um, we'll get into it, but how how did you feel after that game, my guy? Disappointments of understatement man it's a, i agree it, with it's, that it, it's an understatement it's indescribable what happened um and i think if when you say disappointing you're speaking to every single warriors fan on this globe right now man that was that was pitiful i'll change that that was pitiful that was like disgusting man i i i i i'm just at a loss for words because that happened so fast and so quickly 17-0 run in the fourth quarter. Al Horford was out there like Jesus Shuttlesworth, man. He was knocking him down nonstop. And it didn't help that the Warriors' perimeter defense was god-awful tonight. Again, again, it was awful. I mean, but, you know, Draymond after the game, man. We'll be all right. Okay, I tip my cap. We'll be all right. Hopefully, we better be all right because I'm not sure now. There's a ton of pressure now on the Warriors to win game two. Because if they lose game two, <laughs> the series is wrapped. Um, I wouldn't say it's completely over, but it's like an under 10% chance, in my opinion. I don't, I don't doubt Steph, Clay, and Draymond, but when it's only Steph showing up, yeah, then, I, then I, they put a little bit of doubt into my – they put a little bit of doubt into my mind. So Yeah, okay. Uh, was everything was going well tonight until the fourth quarter happened. That, that's let's just keep yeah. Let's just let, let's just start with the fourth quarter. I mean, um, we know the whole story leading up to that fourth quarter. Steph was amazing. Um, I think the Warriors were up like fifteen at one point, and then all of a sudden, twenty-one points in the first quarter. He was all he on his way to his master to a master class performance. Yep, and then all of a sudden, the fourth quarter collapsed happened. What do you think went wrong, Zach? What do you think just allowed the Celtics to just snowball three after three, a 17-0 run with no answer from the Warriors? Why? Crappy there perimeter, has to be a reason. Crappy perimeter defense. Al Horford shot six for eight from three-point range. With an eye test? Fortify almost all of those were uncontested. He was wide open. Wide open. Peyton Pritchard was in the corner knocking down threes like he's prime Kyle Corver out there, man. He was every single guy for the Celtics was deadly from three-point range besides Jason Tatum. And the key to this series was that the Celtics, if they're going to contend with the Warriors, their role players are going to have to step up and hit timely shots and match or better what how the Warriors role players play. And they for sure did that tonight. Derek White, man, the man was looking like 21 points off the bench. Tony Parker looking at like looking he, like Derek that. White was unreal tonight. Let's pull up the Warriors bench real quick 
and see who was their leading scorer. Otto Porter. Otto Porter I know it's Jr. Otto Porter. Otto Porter Jr. Where was Jordan Poole tonight? Non-existent. It's just... It's a lot of ball watching. I want to talk about perimeter defense. A lot of ball watching, which led to the little bounce passes to the open three. I want to point that out because that's the like the tendencies that the Warriors do on defense. Overhelp and ball watching. That leads to open shots. Uh, Clay is pretty guilty of that. Uh, I think that happened a couple times tonight. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I know you're about to bring up a point about the stats, but like that nine defense. For, nine, nine for 12 from three-point range in the fourth quarter, 75%. Um, there were six. There were like seven to seven at one point in the fourth. The, it, it is the best three-point field goal percentage in finals history in a quarter, according to ESPN stats and info. And you want to know who you can thank for that? Who Boston can thank for that is the Warriors' crappy perimeter defense and their lack of awareness of letting Al Horford sit at the top of the key and just drain them. Yeah, the Celtics shot twenty-one to forty in this game from 21, three. 21 three-pointers, man. I know the too many mistakes on the defensive end and that last six minute period. I mean, it's just unreal. It, I mean, fa- I, the fact that Jason Tatum was the Celtics worst player tonight and he's the best player on the team and they still won is, Oh my gosh. The it's Warriors, head scratching. The it's Warriors very head scratching handed this game away. They just served it up on a silver platter to the Celtics and here, take the game. And that's what happened. 17 0 run in the fourth quarter. I feel like uh, we should highlight three players that had like one of like poor performances I had ever seen. We'll start off with Jordan Poole. Uh, Jordan Poole was nervous, um, which is understandable, but like he's go, he was trying to go one-on-one with Marcus Smart and he got his cookies stolen from him. Uh, you remember that uh, backboard hit at the top of the backboard uh, at the end of the, I think second quarter. I think uh, that was pretty bad. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, chew off. I'm not disappointed in Jordan because it's his first NBA Finals appearance. He's this is his third year in the league. I think he has a lot of. I think Warriors are holding it, Warriors fans are holding him to such a higher standard than I think he should be held to, considering that this is his first finals. I game. mean, you could say that you could say that about the whole Celtics team is their first finals game. Yes, I yeah, I, I completely understand <laughs> that. I completely understand that. But um he was just subpar tonight. Um once again, he struggles defensively. Um, even now, gotta give him his props. He's picking up Jason, picking Jason Tatum up full court press. That's like I'm confused by that because I thought Andrew Wiggins would be the one to guard Tatum. Jordan Poole said he wants to become a two way player. I mean, he's showing. I mean, I mean, uh, the finals isn't the time to prove that. Uh, let's be honest here. Got a point. Got a point. But I mean, (laughs) I, I ain't mad about it. I ain't mad about it. Um, but. Yeah, so go ahead and continue. I just thought he was subpar tonight, and I think I yeah. Uh, the second player, yeah. second player, we got Clay Thompson. Uh, dude, what's what's his? I want to say, I want to say this one thing. What's his uh fetish of one-legged fadeaway jumpers? I know they went in few of them, but what's up with that? He takes always... quick shot. He takes quick shots into the shot clock, and I don't get it sometimes. 
I think <laughs> Clay's like addicted to those mid-range, mid-range middies off of one leg. It's like nonstop. He comes off the screen and then he just chucks them. And some of them go in, but he still shoots them, even though they're not going in. Hijacking the offense. Um, <laughs> when plays when plays on, I'm perfectly fine with him doing that. But when he isn't on, like we've said so many times before, he chucks, he chucks, he chucks, he chucks. It just needs to stop. It's just like Ethan said, it's hijacking the offense, and we just need to stop that. And then we're going to get to our final player who was like, we- <laughs> the word of the night. We got Draymond Green. Who's probably podcasting right now, just like we are. So shout out Draymond. Shout out to Draymond Green show. <laughs> you want to take this laughing? Yeah, I mean, so Draymond, 38 minutes, four points, um, two for 12 from the field, four for three from the free throw line. I think Draymond really saw it. Warriors fans on Twitter say after his game five performance against Dallas, where he had 17 points and said, Draymond got to keep being aggressive, keep shooting. That's what he did tonight. He kept shooting, but nothing went in. Um, and then how many turnovers did this guy? He only had three turnovers. It, it but, looked like it, it felt like he played awful. He played awful though. Like, yeah, I mean, those three turnovers were really timely though, because I uh, remember. I know you, we were talking about this earlier, but um, the ESPN thing where Steve Kerr was saying, uh, "Oh, Steve <laughs> we have Kerr to get a bucket." Wired for, for sound, and in the fourth quarter, that he's like, "Well, guys, we need to get a stop, and we need to get a bucket." <laughs> exactly after that play, the Warriors miss. The war- no, the Warriors don't miss. Turn it over, <laughs> and they allow an open three. That just summed up how the fourth quarter went right there, and how the majority of the second half went. Even though I think the Warriors did play a very good third quarter because they were up 11 at one point. They're up 15. They were up 15 at one point. I think 14 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think – and I think just got to give props to Steve. I, I think he brought stuff back in in the nine-minute mark. Um, no, because he saw, he saw the momentum shifting. Yes. Uh, Jordan Poole started the game uh, – the started the fourth. The Warriors were up 12, I think. Uh, I think the Celtics went on a 7-0 run, I think. Yeah, but that fourth quarter unit unit that he started was just god-awful. You can't – yeah, you Jordan just can't Poole, have Draymond, three non-shooting. Jordan Poole, Draymond, Otto. I think Iggy, Iggy was part of that. Iggy and Clay. So you can already take out of the equation. Um, Two players. Draymond so and Iggy. Five. Um, and Otto <laughs> half the time. And Clay, who just chucks. Um, and then Jordan Poole, who was subpar tonight. So that and that offense is that uh, that unit is already a liability on defense with Jordan Poole. I'm not going to say he's a cone, but he, he is. He kind of, I'm going to be honest, he's a cone. He is a cone. Um, and then Clay, who's not the great as great as a defender as he used to be. Andre Godala, the guy's 40 years old. I don't expect him to do much on defense, even though he's active on defense. And then you have Draymond. Who there were some points where he played very good defense tonight, um, but the Warriors I, Warriors tonight were carried by Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, and Otto Porter Jr. That's the answer. That's who brought the off. Hundred percent. And I feel like I want to ask you this, uh, Zach. Um, Steph and uh, Steph and Wiggins only played like thirty eight minutes. 
What's with the deal of not playing them more than 42 minutes? This is a finals game. We have three days of rest. Why are they not playing more than 40 minutes? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, Cause like, I feel like, I feel like Warriors fans are asking that question right now too. Like, why not Steph playing 42 to 44 minutes? Like, Clay we're played, trying to li- we're trying to Clay, limit minutes. Yeah, Clay played the most minutes tonight at 39. I think Andrew Wiggins should be matching Jason Tatum's minutes because it showed tonight he is the best defender on Jason Tatum, and I, I, at some points he was the best defender on Jalen Brown. Um. And Andrew Wiggins only had 35 compared to Jason Tatum's 42. I think he should be in the game when Jason Tatum is on the floor. And there was points in the second quarter where Jordan Poole is guarding Jason Tatum. And that's just a recipe for disaster, honestly. Um, Even if Jason Tatum's off, he scored 12 points tonight. But I can guarantee you that he's going to be on on Sunday. He's going to be putting lights out. A player of his caliber with one bad game, the next game they're going to go off. I'm just going to give you that. And Andrew Wiggins should be guarding no one else. I mean, you, Clay, maybe. But Andrew Wiggins should have the main responsibility of taking care of Jason Tatum. They should be doing what they did in the Mavs series where they matched Luka Doncic minutes with Andrew Wiggins. Um, I do want to talk about another lineup issue, right? Because you know how the offensive stuff, you know, we have that discussion before, but the Dre and Looney combo, is that starting to worry you? I know this is game one. We're not trying to overreact here, but do you think that combo is going to cause problems down the stretch no. on the offensive end? Oh, offensively. On the, on the offensive end? Yeah, we saw that. We, we saw this. We saw this tonight. We saw this tonight. On the offensive end, yes. On the defensive end, no. Um. I think when Loon is like working in the paint and he's getting his layups, he's getting his dunks. Yeah, it can work offensively, but I think just the pre- presence Robert Williams has in the paint is just going to cause a nightmare for the Warriors. He, you saw tonight how elite he is defensively in the paint. He was yeah, cap cap off to Robert Williams, blocking shots left and right. Yeah, so um. I don't – part of me wants to use the small ball lineup, but I, I, I just don't trust Jordan Poole in some situations. Um, I would like, rather put Otto instead of Looney Yeah, he was, for offense. Jordan Poole at points in the second quarter was trying to go ice on the defensive player of the year, which is just not a good idea at all. Um, and Marcus Smart was picking his pocket. I mean, yeah, so – Other than What's your no- 21 points in the first quarter and the Warriors playing three great quarters, uh, tonight was a disaster. So, Yeah, um, there's no way around to describe it. It was a disaster, but, you know, one, they quarter, say it's- one quarter summed up this game, basically. Yeah, I, I know it's – well, we're down 1-0. I know it's not at the end of the world yet, but, I mean, game two is probably most pressure, like I said earlier in the episode, but – what has to improve? Because you're, if you're Steve Kerr, you have to come up with a game plan. So, Perimeter, like, defense. Yeah. That's that's what needs to improve. You need to close out and just play better perimeter defense. 
they're, they're, I, I think the one thing the Warriors have to their advantage is, is I don't think Jason or not Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum will be a problem, but Derek White and Al Horford will shoot like this the rest of the series. I don't think they will have a game where they shoot like this. I mean, if the Warriors um, leave them open, probably. No, maybe, but I just don't think that Derek White and Al Horford will have another game like they had tonight. Um, I think still the primary concern is taking care of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You control them, and I think you um, – and not committing stupid fouls, even though there was a little bit of a hilarious whistle tonight where I mean the first half was okay. The first half was okay. They should uh, they, they should for how Steph performed in the first half, they should not have been down two at halftime. Let's just keep it simple. I think they were down um, four. I think they were down four or two. Down I four. Remember. I don't know, but that second quarter was abysmal. Um but do you think um Steve not playing GP2 played a factor because I feel like Gary Payton could have done something to slow down this, I guess, the yeah, run. I but think, like think, in the yeah. second quarter, in that second quarter, I feel like uh, Gary Payton would have been a major difference. So I think him, he would have worked. I, he has to play next game. Um, yeah, I if, think, he, if, yeah. if he doesn't, I'm going to scratch my head about that. I think I think being cautious was a good thing with GP two, but I think he needs to play a game two. They're down one oh now, and now you have to put all your chips in to the middle of the table and go all in now because you're down one oh and if you go down two oh and you lose both those games at home and you're going into Boston, which is a rowdy, loud, noisy environment. Series may be chalked, maybe chalked, and I don't like saying that. I don't like doubting play Steph and Draymond and the Warriors, but you cannot go down 2 0 and lose both those games at home. That's just for how much championship experience this team has, they cannot have that happen. They've been through five finals, those three, and you just can't let that happen. And including Andre Godala, he's been to five of them as well. So they just can't let that happen. Can't That's why that. I'm so surprised, too, how this collapse happened. With that much experience, I did not expect them to allow a 17-0 run. That's something like an amateur team would do, not this Warriors team. So, I mean, um, it's a head-scratcher, like I said. But I do want to talk about another thing. I feel like Jordan Poole is something, I guess, a player to really watch because if he's not cooking the offensive end, I mean, like, do you pull him? Obviously, the answer is yes, but like, should uh, he should he decrease his minutes? Because like, yeah, he played twenty-five, so. but like, not, if he's not playing well offensively, decreasing his minutes is for the best, and you play GP two more, you play Auto more. Because Otto was four and four from downtown, if I'm not mistaken. He was, he was four or five. He was wide open on really on one of them, but I think he, uh, he four or uh, five. missed it. But yeah. my boy was shooting lights out tonight. He was automatic. Yeah, he was. He was. But I feel like Jordan Poole, I feel like his I guess his minutes moving forward is really gonna depend on game two because if he has another subpar game, I would say decreases minutes i don't want to see 
that three guard lineup if Jordan Poole can't produce. And it's a make or miss league. And um, that's just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. 100%. 100%. And uh, we wasted a Steph Masterclass. It's like 2021 all over again. Don't me PTSD. I know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, Warriors have another chance to bounce back on Sunday. Sunday, man. Why? I know. Three days. Like I said, like I said earlier, why did they not play 40 plus minutes? That's why I'm not conf- I'm confused with. So um they have a chance to bounce, they have a chance to bounce back on Sunday, three days from now. Um on five o'clock, I think. So uh we would expect both sides to come out swinging, Jason Tatum especially too, because he didn't have a great game today. And the Warriors, if they come off sluggish again, if they come up with their their first their first quarter woes like they had this postseason, then it's not going to look good. And being down two no two zero, like you said, I'm not stressing. I'm not stressing. I'm relaxed. There's a part of me inside my body right now that trusts. The Warriors to get it done. Take, to get it done, I seri- I still think that tonight was just. I don't know. I still can't describe it. But tonight <laughs> was just like you get you get the game uh, log in the box score. You crinkle it up and you throw it down the toilet and you flush it. That's that's all that you can say right now and I still trust this core I still trust this team and I still trust the Warriors to get it done on Sunday and I still trust them in this series to get that fourth title and it's not over yet and like Clay said in his post-game presser it's the first of four not the first to one baby and we're going to leave it at that that'll conclude episode number 97 of the Catching Dubs podcast. Make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. We'll catch you in the next one, man. Game two, Sunday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Chase Center. If you're going to be there, be loud, man. Be loud. And wear the shirts, please. Yeah, wear the yellow shirts, guys. Come on. Um, Game two, Warriors-Celtics. Celtics have a 1-0 series lead. Warriors look to tie it at one. Sunday, ABC, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we'll recap game two Sunday night. See you then. Peace.